0: Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to today's
1: episode of the Green Industry Podcast. We're going to do something we've never done before on the show, and we've done over 400 episodes. Andrew Edward, welcome back to the studio. Hey, thanks, Paul. It's great to be here again. <laughs> the newly remodeled, incredible. We got we got wood on this side, brick on this side. One, two, three, four lights, four mics. And a uh, bunch of cameras, soundboard. Uh, now we all we got to do is remember to hit record. Yeah. <laughs> Which I hope you did. Did you hit record? Yeah, we're rolling, Mr. Producer. Uh, he can fix just about anything audio-wise, but if you don't hit record, <laughs> there's nothing he can do about that one. Oh, man. <laughs> so, and his talent fee to get him on the show is a lot. Really? Yeah, I've had him on the show twice. <laughs> okay. Because you got to pay his talent fee for him to actually be, you know, in studio. When I, what I did is when I had my book come out, Mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, he, he was on the show twice. So awesome. If once we get those YouTube millions, then we'll have them on more frequently. (laughs) Awesome. Hey guys, before we forget to thank today's show sponsor, uh, thank you to smart rain for sponsoring today's episode of the green industry podcast. You guys can learn more about smart rain by looking in today's show notes. So What we're going to do that we've never done on the show before today is I'm going to uh, let Andrew ask me any question that he wants to ask me about anything in the lawn care landscape and biz.
2: Man, this is going to be a lot of fun, Paul. So if you want, I can just go ahead and get started. Yeah. Awesome. So I know you started about 10 years ago, right?
1: Yeah, 2000. It was the springtime of 2011.
2: Wow, 10 years. So what made you get started in lawn care?
1: Okay. So my friend... He, uh, was a, he's a really good singer. And so there was a guy, they had a show, a TV show called American Idol back in the day. Yeah. And they had a guy on there named Randy Jackson, who was, uh, picks if you, I, I don't even watch American Idol, but I think there's like three judges and you sing yeah. and they say if you're on or not. I don't yeah. know. He's the yo dog. Okay. Yo dog. That's what he'd always say. Okay. Yeah. So yo dog was in a, a, a house with, uh, with somebody and playing music. And he's like, Whoa, who was that? And it was my friend. He's like, really? That guy's talent. That's all right. That's that guy's raw talent. He's like, you, you have his contact information or anything. And he's like, yeah. So he whips out his cell phone and he calls my friend, you know, just on speaker phone. So the phone rings, my friend answers. And, uh, he, uh, say hello. And, and my friend does. And Randy Jackson, like, Hey man, it's Randy Jackson. I just heard your music, man. You know, I just want to talk to you. And so my friend thought it was a prank call. He's like, oh, Randy Jackson. Ha ha ha. Nice one, man. He's like, hey, I got to get going by. and hung up on Randy Jackson. It really was Randy Jackson. So Randy Jackson calls him back thinking, well, maybe he doesn't understand. So he calls him back. He's like, hey, man, I don't know if you know who I am, Randy Jackson, but uh, I think I could get you, your music career off. And and my friend was thinking, well, it does sound like him. Oh, But, but first of all, and I'm answering your question. Yeah. First time Randy Jackson called. Then he told his wife, he, she was like, who is that? He's like, oh, it's Randy Jackson. And she's like, yeah, all right. You know, he's like, yeah, that's what I said. And then he called back and then he's like, it sounds just like him. He's like, you do sound like him. And who is this? Who is this? You know, cause he never recognized the number. He's like, it's Randy Jackson. He's like, I I, I just heard you on this, you know, tape. And uh, he's like, where are you at? He's like, I'm in Atlanta. So Randy Jackson's like, oh, I'm coming over. And uh, he's like, let's go out for a steak down in Buckhead. So my friend still thinks it's a prank. And uh, Randy Jackson gave him a name of a, a fancy steakhouse in Buckhead and, and the address and all this stuff. So my friend goes in faith, like I don't know if it's him or not. And he gets there and there's a black SUV that rolls up and the bodyguard comes out and opens the door. Randy Jackson walks out. He's like, okay. <laughs> and he's like, hey, hey. And they met each other and they they have steak and Randy Jackson's like, hey, you know, come out west. I'll I'll make you, um, you know, I'll get you started in the industry. Get get you get you connected to the right people. So my friend's telling me this story and I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. And he's like, yeah, but he's like, I'm leaving, like we're packing our bags and going like Monday. And he's like, I really need to ask you a big favor. I was like, what's the favor? He's like, will you stay in my house for a year? Cause Randy Jackson wanted to go out for a year. And I was like, okay, it's a really nice house. He's like, yeah, get some of your buddies and, you know, split up the rooms and then you could actually make money. Cause charge your buddies 300 bucks for a room. It's a big house. And uh, so I'm doing the math. Like, yeah, 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 cool. Okay. So they go out. Now I got the house and then I thought what he meant was if I get my buddies cool, but if not I, I there was miscommunication. Not in writing, we didn't do anything in writing, major miscommunication. So he messages me and he's like, "Hey, you've been getting any any bros to stay in the house with you?" I was like, "Nothing. No, everyone's busy, can't get anyone." He's like, "Okay, well like, hey, don't forget we need the we need the mortgage payment by the date. It's 928 bucks." So now everything was real. He left in such a hurry. And I didn't explain to him that I was broke fresh out of college. So he's like, yeah, get the 928 bucks. And I'm like, $928. Where am I going to come up with $928? Because I I was um, broke. I was just out of college. And so long story short, I was walking around the neighborhood praying like, God help me, I need $928. Well, it's hard to get, you know what I mean? Because even if you go start a job and you work two weeks, they usually don't get paid. After two weeks, actually, you have to wait like a two weeks. It's like a month until you get paid. And uh, anyway, I felt like the Lord showed me to cut that grass and make that cash. So I, I got his lawnmower out of the garage. That my, it was my friend's. I didn't even ask him. I just got it and started cutting grass. And uh, the rest, you know, it developed over the years. So that's how I got started. Wow, man, that's amazing. And so- You didn't I, know that story? I, you told me part of it. You, you okay. told me you stayed in your friend's house, but you
2: didn't tell me Randy Jackson was involved. Yeah. Is everything all right, Paul?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got five percent battery on my on uh, on my computer, so I'll just keep an eye on that. Because once that dies, it, the episode's over. So once it gets to like two percent, we'll end the show short. So ask your best question. Okay, cool. And we don't have we have to remember to pause. Let's do this in case our battery dies. So this is going to be we're going to get as far as we can get. Uh, here's what we're going to do: we're going to kick it over, Mister Producer. We're going to play today's show sponsors coming up until the phone. And and, and uh, I forgot to bring my charger today. Until my uh, battery gets charged, we'll see how long this episode will go. So it's a Brian Fullerton short and sweet episode today, guys. We're going to hear from today's show sponsors. Coming up, we're going to hear more uh, from Andrew Edwards asking me questions on the show.
0: Attention, commercial landscapers. Smart Rain is proud to announce a partner referral program. At Smart Rain, our mission is to add value to everything that we do. With this in mind, we have created a product that not only saves time and money for your clients, but for your company as well. The best part of the Partner Program is you get paid for making your job easier. Smart Rain's Smart Sprinkler Controllers will help save your customers money by reducing irrigation costs up to 30 to 50%. It allows you to manage all of your properties from the convenience of your smart device using the most advanced weather based system on the market. Call 877 346 3333 or visit smartrain.net to take advantage of our partner referral program and set up a meeting with one of our business development managers to learn how you can participate.
1: Hey friends, Paul here. And I want to share with you about the pricing matrix. The pricing matrix gives you the same edge as the pros. This in-depth template spreadsheet is organized so that you simply input your job details, such as what time did you get to the property? What time did you complete the work? How many employees were on the job and then the formula will go to work for you so that you know exactly what your company is earning per man hour and it also provides the suggested new rate that you should be charging so that you can successfully achieve your company's goals the pricing matrix spreadsheet is compatible with microsoft excel google sheets etc and it also comes with an explainer video on how to use the spreadsheet You can get the template for The Pricing Matrix today at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's greenindustrypodcast.com.
0: One-on-one business coaching is now available with Paul Jameson. Better call Paul. That's all. Details in the notes. Now, back to The Green Industry Podcast. All right, guys, we are back. Fire away, Andrew. So I take it
2: you weren't idle, while, you know, he Randy Jackson's from American Idol. Oh. So I take it you were an idol when your friend was gone. You were working real hard. Mm-hmm. And man, did you make enough money to pay that first mortgage?
1: Yes, I did. I, and, and it wasn't through the all lawn care money. It was, I, I at the time I was uh, selling some vitamins and stuff at the time. And so I, I, I scraped together some money from that. I was flipping and selling everything I could think of on Craigslist. I mean, it was just scrap clog, grind legally, but it was a hodgepodge of different money to come in. And I paid the $928. But then, you know, a month later it was due again. Plus the bills from, you know, the um, water bill, the electric bill, all of that stuff. So it was a, it was a rude wake up call. Cause when I was in college, I borrowed money to get student loans. And then I would just go to the dining hall to eat. And I had my own, everything was paid for. So I didn't understand how money worked. I didn't understand bills and all of that. It was just all, all I knew was my only responsibility was go to school. And I, di- you know, I didn't even buy the textbooks in school. I just, I would just figure out to read the question and be like, oh, that A's not, that doesn't make sense. No, it's not all of the above. It's B or C, B or C, B or C. And I just pick one and I, I made it through college and I d- graduated with that. Don't buy the textbook, just use common sense on the answers and I made it. I got a degree, but yeah. I didn't understand, learn anything about money until after I graduated.
2: Wow, man. That's, that just sounds crazy. So how many accounts did you pick up in those the first getting started there?
1: Yeah. Right out of the gate, I printed out, uh, I think it was Vista print cards. Yeah. So I picked up Mrs. Stort uh, for 30 bucks and then I picked up Maria for 25 bucks and then Reggie, I forget what I, tra- Reggie would pay me cash, but Reggie had these two German shepherds in the backyard and a bunch of poop and holes. And Reggie was interesting character. And then a guy named Les, um, I think he was $35. There's, there's some more people. I'm, I'm not that you guys care their names, but I just, they were the most unique people, it wasn't like, it, it was, they all had just some kind of like, where did these people come from? And that, that's who I was, uh, cutting grass for her to get started. So
2: that's awesome. So how often were they
1: paying you? Every time I would go, I would, I would, I would collect payment. So awesome. it'd be like, you know, I'd go cut their grass and then Wes would actually less. He was on disability. So he'd always have some store. Hey man, can you come back on the 12th or 11th or 13th or whatever? And I would, I'd come back, you know, pay to Hey, Wes, where's my 30 bucks, man? Yeah. And then, uh, Mrs. Stewart, she would forget the check. I'd, I'd text her night before and be like, Hey, Miss Stewart, we're coming tomorrow. And then she'd forget, and then she would, you know, get home from work, like, "Hey, sweetie, come back over." I think she was trying to get me to come over. Old oh, Mrs. Stewart. she was an older lady, but she was a little, little flirty, and always forgetting the check, and then always say, "No, we just come by and pick it up." Kind oh, of thing. Man, <laughs> you have to be careful out there. <laughs> you have to be careful in how you collect your billings. So, um, yeah, and then Reggie would pay me check cash, but he, I could only do Reggie's yard when he would let the dogs. You have to put the dogs inside, so it was it was a it was a um, rough start to the business. Yeah,
2: man it it sounds like it sounds like a lot, and um, man that just sounds crazy.
1: That just sounds crazy. Just listening to you talk about this, were these people in your neighborhood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They well, I I didn't have uh, I had a ninety seven Honda Accord, so I'd have to push the mower down the street, (laughs) you know, and do their yard, and, and or I could put it. It was a hassle, but I could actually fit it into the trunk put the weed eater that I borrowed from my friend diagonally and then drive around the neighborhood. But I, I only, you know, was working in our neighborhood, which like our neighborhood had an extension across the main street and it was like a huge neighborhood. And then eventually the real estate agent uh, that I was working for would send me all around. That's where I would drive to those ones. But yeah, I tried to keep them in that neighborhood and then eventually it just started spreading all over the place.
2: Wow, man, that's awesome!
1: So no, how- it's not. It's not route density. <laughs> yeah, it's not route density. <laughs> but, but that's how I started. I, I just I needed twenty five bucks here, thirty bucks here. Eventually, it's going to pass the nine hundred twenty eight dollar mark. Mm-hmm. And um, I also had some extracurricular activities in my life where my money was being drained from other resources. So it, it was. I was in between a rock and a hard spot. Oh
2: man! So what else was going on financially?
1: There was a female that was, was, uh, manipulating me for my money. Oh, so we don't need to talk about, we that don't need to talk air, about that, but yeah. you, you know a little bit about I that do. and it it, uh, in hindsight, you know, that should have not, that boundary should have been up. So that would have given me more focus on my business because when you're trying to run a business and then you have somebody who is twisting you and, and, and sucking the life out of you and, and your finances you're not really serving your customers cuz you're just it's like a i got to get this money so i can you know man it's it's rough yeah.
2: i know the feeling cuz us starting out in business it was the same where we didn't have like a you know someone sucking the life out of the business next to us but we just had a lot of financial pressure to perform and it's mm-hmm. so hard when you when you need money versus when you have money in the bank it's it's a completely different business you can you can lead a completely different way yeah so it's hard being scrappy and starting out man that's a cool story yeah yeah. So when did you get your first truck? Uh,
1: 2012 or 13. I don't, I don't remember, but I rocked that, I rocked that Honda cord. And then what ended up happening was year one. I mean, this was like month two of my business. The people that I was renting the, the, the car for, for $150 a month, they called me out of the blue and they had a something happened and they're like, Hey, we need the car back. And I'm thinking like, okay, you know, next month or whatever. Cause I already paid for a month. And they're like, no, like, can you bring it to us this evening? Like we need a car cause their car broke down or something like that. And so I was like, okay. And uh, I gave it back to them and it smelled like a gas station. Cause I had spilled, I, I had a little one gallon gas can for my my 21 inch push mower and it would, it would tip over and spill out and it smelled like pure gas. I always had to drive with the windows down cause it was so strong and this lady, she chewed me out boy. And she's like, what did you run a lawn care company out of here? And I, I paused and I was like, actually I did. <laughs> oh man. And then she had me, um, you know, I, I had to get in the car back, taking it to the car wash and shampooing it. And then i um, returning it and it still smelled like gas. And then her husband actually called and apologized to me. He's like, Hey, I'm sorry. My wife chewed you out and stuff like that. And I was like, well, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, spill gas in your car. And it was just a, it was, it was like, forgive me. <laughs> you yeah. know, I was like, yeah. it was, it was bad. I, I shouldn't have, I should have taken better care of their property, but yeah. That, so anyway, there's sympathy in me when I see somebody getting started and they're yeah. like all embarrassed that they're starting out of whatever. I'm like, okay, I started off of a rusty 97 Honda Accord. So yeah, you can man. start a lawn care business if you're broke. I did it. That's awesome. With your neighbor's mower. No, no, no. It was, it was the guy, the musician. Yeah, that's what I it meant. Was, the- it was his mower. And I, I just was like, well, I use that. And then my buddy, I asked my buddy who had equipment, if I can borrow his lawn equipment. And he let me borrow his lawn equipment until eventually I turned the corner and was able to buy my own weed eater and then my own hedge trimmer. And then it would just go and, and then I'd save up and buy the next tool and piece of equipment and, and you know, built that thing up
2: man, what did that feel like when you bought your first weed eater and all that?
1: It was, it was awesome. Yeah. I remember, I think my very first one and shout out to my friends at Howard brothers. I eventually started shopping at Howard brothers, but at the time I lived in Lawrenceville. So I, I think I went to, um, what's that place called down to Sosby's in downtown Lawrenceville. And I, and I got me a steel, uh, weed eater. And, uh, I think it was like 300 and 29 bucks or something like that. And man, it it felt awesome. And then I got me a BR 600 blower. And then, you know, I, then I eventually moved to Duluth and I started shopping at Howard brothers. And, uh, I remember I got a, um, you know, just new mowers and, and then, uh, uh, PB, uh, 770 blower from echo and just started getting the best. Like I went from raggedy to like whatever the best product on the market was, you know, the Echo 2620 string trimmer and and then the, the blower, the PB8010 eventually and all this stuff. So, man, I remember last spring I was in the garage and I was like, this is awesome, man, because because it's efficient when you have a, the best equipment in the thing. It, it it makes you get the job done faster. And so I appreciate Alberto. I definitely know he appreciated it because he actually worked with me for years when we didn't have the best And so, um, you know, I could tell he appreciated it when the equipment got better. Man, dude, that's awesome. How how are we doing on battery? We're 2%. Once it hits one, we'll end the show so we don't lose everything. Awesome.
2: I got one more question for you. Did you have anybody take you under their wing as you were getting going? Uh,
1: Yes and no. So in the early years, there's, there's a guy named Kenny that would help me, but he was busy running his years. He'd been in the business for 20 years, so he had the knowledge. He was just all over the place. And so, and I didn't, I was a little shy. I didn't want to like overwhelm him because I I knew he was busy, but we, we, you know, we did the whole Panera coffee, talking, asking questions, him giving me documents to to, um, greenindustrypodcast.com. Guys, I got you covered. But, uh, you know, back then there was no greenindustrypodcast.com for these documents to get started. So he would give me what worked for him. And then um, I had a buddy, Rich, that would help me, same situation. And, And that was early on, but those were like, you know, Oh, once a month or once every two months, it wasn't, it wasn't somebody really to get into the nitty gritty with me until Jamie and Derek. So, uh, Jamie and Derek have had a landscaping business for a long time. Their, their husband and wife combination and, uh, some of their nephews and children, they, they have like a, a big old operation that they're, it's family run. And so once I got connected with them, maybe year, uh, four or five, I forget what year it was, but I actually lived on their property. And they had their shop there with all their equipment, and um, I like I lived in their house. They they lived in a eight thousand square foot humongous house, and I had my own little wing of the house. But you know I'd be down in the kitchen in the family room at night, and I'd get to talk to them. And when that happened, my business um, took off because they taught me the the other guys were teaching me a little bit about the business, like hey charge this or you know don't do this. But they uh, Jamie and Derek. They taught me the techn- technicalities. They taught me how dig, uh, pardon me, how deep to dig the hole, to plant. You know how, how to do all of that. And so, what happened when that happened? Was I got so much confidence that, man, I, I really know what I'm doing now. And then I started charging more and getting the NFL you know players and stuff. So 1% battery, guys. Let's end the show right now. Thank you to today's show sponsor, Smart Rain. I uh, want to make sure we save this episode before it's too late. Andrew, thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Paul. This is awesome. Yep. GreenIndustryPodcast.com. There you go. <laughs>